And we're live. <laughs> and we're live. Welcome. <laughs> so, yeah. Rose, how is your life? Oh, well, I guess maybe we should introduce the podcast first. Welcome back to Two Philosophy Miners Walk Into a Bar. I'm Anna. I'm Rose. So, Rose, <laughs> how has your life been? Any updates? Um, I have two really badly burnt fingers right now, but other than that, no complaints. Well, that and the unemployment, but... Right. Yep. Same. You know, what are you gonna do? Yeah. <laughs> it's okay. We're out here having some goofs, and hopefully there are people listening who are who enjoy our goofs, so... Yes. Hopefully. Having a good time. How's your life going, Anna? <laughs> I was waiting to see if you were going to ask me. (laughs) Well, you already know this, but I guess I'll tell our listeners. (laughs) This morning, my toilet exploded um, and shot water everywhere, violently. (laughs) And I'll be honest, I just stood there and uh, yelled, (laughs) and my roommate ran in with, like, a bucket and towels, and, like, she managed to turn off the water. I was completely helpless. (laughs) Just so, like, your fight or flight is really just freeze? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was, it was, like, weird. I, I thought I would, like, jump into action, but I guess... Nope. Your superhero <laughs> dreams are crushed. I just watched the water <laughs> shoot out from behind the toilet, hit the wall, <laughs> the opposite wall in the bathroom. <laughs> like, <laughs> Oh, no. Uh, yeah, I'll never be a superhero. It's okay. I guess not. <laughs> I can't face an exploding toilet. What good am I? Not on the cards for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Otherwise, my life has been uneventful. Yeah, that's good. I mean, you know, as good as it can be. Right. right now. I too am unemployed, so there's that. <laughs> we should just rename our podcast the Unemployed Losers Club. <laughs> Yes. Two unemployed losers walk into a bar. (laughs) (laughs) And they can't afford to buy the drinks because (laughs) they haven't had a job in, what is it now? Four months? Four months. (laughs) Oof. Um, Anyway, moving on from bummer energy. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'm sorry your toilet exploded. That sounds really traumatic. Thank you. I'm sorry that you burned your two fingers. It hurts. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. I guess I'll live. Yeah, good. Um, so should we just jump into it? Yeah, sure. You want to tell us what our what the main topic is? Do you want to tell us what the main topic is? <laughs> so, this week we have uh, our first listener submission, courtesy of my wonderful sister-in-law. Yay! Um, thank you, Adriana. Thank you. <laughs> the topic for this week is um, separating artists from their art, such as Trolling. She wrote J.K. Trolling. <laughs> R. Kelly. <laughs> she do be trolling Michael now. Jackson. Harvey <laughs> Weinstein, etc. Right. Should we still consume their art? Does it matter if the art is good or contributes in positive ways to society that the artist doesn't? Is it okay if they're dead? Discuss. <laughs> this is like, it's such a cool, interesting topic. Like, mm-hmm. I know like a lot of people, especially with people like, you know, not confirmed, but like Michael Jackson, like mm-hmm. his music is so iconic, but there's also right. these very serious, like 
horrible allegations that a lot mm-hmm. of people do believe to be true. <laughs> like, yeah. I know sometimes, like, I don't, I never really listened to a ton of Michael Jackson, but now I definitely, like, don't listen to it mm-hmm. as much as I might have. Just right. because I, you know, I think about that when I see his name, like, yeah. you know, on my phone when I'm scrolling through my music. Yeah. You're more inclined to, like, skip over it. Yeah. That's interesting because, well, so, like, the big example that comes to me recently is J.K. Rowling because right. that's pretty constantly brought up again and again for good reason. Yeah. Um, Because we both love you know, the Harry Potter franchise. Right. But I'm not the biggest fan of its author at right. the moment. Yeah. So how do we like reconcile the two in a way? Yeah. It's a hard question because like I guess mm-hmm. with Michael Jackson it's easy for me to, you know, not listen because I was never a super huge fan, but like we both grew up on Harry Potter and Right. I guess one of the important distinctions to make is, like, being able to criticize it as necessary and, you know, appreciate it mm-hmm. and judge it accordingly versus, like, just saying, like, I don't care, like, whatever J.K. Rowling says. Like, I, you know, I love yeah. Harry Potter. Because you can still love Harry Potter and not love J.K. Rowling right now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, every every good piece of art or whatever... You can still criticize and not love everything about it, but if yeah, exactly. you find some good in it, then, you know, it's maybe mm-hmm. it's still worth looking at right. consuming in some way. So, yeah, I guess it kind of comes down to, like, a case-by-case example, like, kind of thing, you know, because cause it's, I guess it's, like, it's it's hard to judge, you know, like, to, to make one one ruling on this because like yeah every artist is different every situation is different right. um i think one of the things that adriana mentioned in the question is um if they're dead is it okay and mm. i i'm curious what you think about this but somehow for me it's like more okay if they're dead <laughs> <laughs> so if someone has you know, or does something bad or has some like skewed views but they're dead is it more okay to consume their uh work <laughs> yeah because like they're dead and like it's in the past and like we can't expect them you know to defend themselves now or like change their minds or you know you know, not learn to not be shitty. <laughs> right. I guess. Right. And like, we can separate their art from them. Yeah. More, I guess, more easily for me because, like, I mean, I definitely like do separate the art from the artist. Mm-hmm. But like, it's been challenging for me to like, you know, come to terms with the fact that the author of one of the biggest, like, most influential pieces of art in my life is, uh, saying such hateful things online. Right. (laughs) And, like, not, you know, taking ownership of people's reactions to her, to her words. Right. I guess on, like, a purely, like, materialistic level, I wouldn't buy their products anymore like Mm. someone who i like an author or an artist or whatever that i didn't agree with i wouldn't i wouldn't support them but 
I guess I don't really see the difference of just like if you're not buying it, like the difference between reading or viewing or whatever someone's mm-hmm. work before or after they're dead, if you don't agree. Right. Like, besides so it doesn't really make the- a difference to you? I don't think so, because I, I don't know. Like, I keep thinking of Michael Jackson, which I pro- is probably not <laughs> fair, because I don't think it's confirmed, but um, I still, like, feel icky. <laughs> yeah. When I listen to well, his there's music definitely, yeah, there's definitely, like, that feeling, like you said, feel icky about it, because, like... Yeah. And if I watched a Weinstein movie right now, I'd probably feel icky about it. <laughs> yeah. On, like, the same level. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's true. I don't know. I guess it just, yeah, it doesn't really make a difference. I mean, maybe if it's someone who died way in the past. <laughs> right. I guess like, that's more what I'm thinking. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe then. Because, like... They're old and dead. They don't care anymore. Like, <laughs> right. <laughs> I don't, you know, I'm not, I guess. So one of my main issues with, again, coming back to JK Rowling, just because it's like, right. Such a the most timely. Main, big thing right now. Yeah, it's timely. Um, I, it bothers me a lot because she is, she, she currently has a platform and mm-hmm. she is currently seen as an influential person. Right. And she has a certain amount of sway on the internet. And mm-hmm. it allows people with the same hateful perspectives, an outlet, and a, a way of justifying themselves. Right. And further contributes negatively to the conversation surrounding these issues in our society today. Yeah. So it's more actively uh, detrimental to our society, I think. Yeah, no, I totally agree, and I wouldn't support her... Uh, how do I say this? <laughs> I wouldn't, like, support her as a person right now, but I don't... I guess I don't see that, like, reading Harry Potter right now is much different than, mm. um, you know, if you're not buying it, than, like... yeah. Reading some work by an author who was a terrible person but died a long time ago. Right. You know, it's it's already written and, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's not like, it's not like I'm going on Twitter and being like, you're my hero. <laughs> it's just reading her, her work. I guess what we should talk about is, yeah, so uh, I guess what I think is the most important is, like, looking objectively at someone's work and seeing if there is good in mm-hmm. it or if their you know whatever their negative hateful viewpoints are being shown through their work as well because i think someone can still create something beautiful yeah or true or good yeah um while they have as you know some serious flaw right so if there's something edifying in their work right exactly then i think it's still worth looking at or consuming but you should still have the conversation about what was wrong in Mm -hmm. their lifetime or yeah for sure like um yeah i definitely agree it's more important to like be able to think critically about what whatever it is you're consuming right um and like just just the ability to have those kinds of conversations like you said is very important yeah so, like, I guess... So, actually, here's a question for you. Okay. Um, like, you, you said something about um, finding the good in the work and, like, you know, 
finding like if it's mm-hmm. worth something you know valuing that as opposed to you know hating it hating the art because the artist said something or did something had bad beliefs whatever um mm-hmm. so what like kind of good are you looking for in these works of art <laughs> uh i mean <laughs> I feel like it depends, mm-hmm. but like you know, a, a piece of art. Like if we're, I'm talking about like a painting. If it's beautiful, um, what is beauty? I don't know. <laughs> what is beauty? That's a different question. <laughs> oh my gosh! No. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> come on, those art history cl- classes didn't teach you anything. <laughs> wow! Shout out to Professor um, Norris. In a, like in a book, if there's like. <laughs> If there's, like, um, you know, good morals and, like, good examples of, like, healthy relationships, mm-hmm. there's, you know, stuff that people can look at and take as a good example of, like, yeah, know, some so, like, virtue. <laughs> the, like, if the, if the work itself has a good message. Yeah. Yeah. No, I definitely agree with that. I, um, to add to that, like, I think... A, a work of art can be worthwhile regardless of its artist's beliefs, I guess. Um, yeah. If it has some, like, some beneficial impact on its audience. So, like, the yeah. way Harry Potter has shaped us as people and, like... Right. And I do think there are some, you know, really great morals in the oh, book yeah. about, like, you know, friendship and love and yeah. stuff like that. That can be edifying. Right. <laughs> There's also some negative things yeah. that... <laughs> I don't even want to talk about definitely Snape. Present. Yeah. It's not a healthy relationship, man. <laughs> oh, he also, like, abuses children for the entire yeah. seven books, so... Right. <clears throat> be nice to kids. Um. <laughs> yeah, please be nice to kids. Don't bully shy little... But I think, like, you know, with every piece of art and, you know, book, it's worth looking at the negatives and the positives yeah. and, like, you know, having a critical eye. Mm-hmm. Like you said, like, you can criticize something and still right. love it and, you know, find the good in it. Mm-hmm. So, my concern recently with Harry Potter, actually, is um, mm-hmm. that... Like we said, you know, there are those themes of child abuse. Um, Right. (laughs) And the way Harry Potter is, like, seen as um, so defining from our generation and is, like, treated like a work that should be taught for generations to come. And the fact that it is children's literature but still contains those themes does concern me. Because... yeah. I mean, it, it it allows for a space where you can have conversations about, you know, proper treatment for children um, and, yeah. like, making it aware to, like, people that are children, it's particularly that, like, they shouldn't be treated like that. But right. the main thing that bothers me is Snape's redemption arc if you can call it that where at the end he's kind of just forgiven for everything yeah 
And considered a great Yeah, man. and considered a hero, even, <laughs> in a sense. So, like, mm-hmm. how can we in good conscience, I don't know, like, teach this book to children mm-hmm. with that kind of being one of the messages? Right. Honestly, I think that is the case for a lot That's of true. books, too. But, like, in this specific case, I think, you know, the author was wrong in her interpretation uh-huh. of the, you know, character of this mm-hmm. man, this character, um, even though she wrote him. <laughs> <laughs> but I think it's, you know, it would still be a worthwhile book to read as long as, or for a child to read as long as they were, you know, instructed by someone right. that, <laughs> hey, this is not a good example of a healthy yeah. relationship. Like, you know. And I certainly don't expect any work of art to be flawless or un- completely right. unproblematic. Um, but that is a concern of mine, you know? Yeah. Especially, like, there are plenty of, like, teachers and and adults and mentors in children's lives who aren't going to properly instruct them or, like, have those conversations that they need to have yeah. with them. Yeah, that's very true. So, like, yeah, I guess that isn't so much on the work itself as it is on like the adults which it should be anyway to teach children that child abuse is not okay you know right it's not cool (laughs) um but like i'm trying to think of like other examples (laughs) yeah it's just tricky because then you get into the realm of like censorship yeah and like ooh. Rose, I'm going to bring up a philosopher for the oh, third time in a row. You're on a How hot you feel about streak that? with this one. I know, I am. <laughs> in Plato's Republic, Ooh, <laughs> the man himself. Plato, when he's like designing the perfect city, he says that children can only read books about people who are virtuous. There can be no evil in books. Uh huh. So it's just about virtuous people doing virtuous things mm-hmm. with no unvirtuous acts and no like evil mm-hmm. so that kids don't even like be they aren't even tempted right. to like <laughs> stray away from yeah. virtue but i mean i know this is like a little bit different but no go ahead it's just i don't know it's just an interesting thing like censorship uh-huh. like where do we even draw the line of like what shouldn't be yeah consumed or what children especially shouldn't read or watch like Right. So I think one of the things that I do see, like, discussed on the internet in general is, like, when people bring up an issue like this with children's media, um, Mm -hmm. like, and it gets criticized, someone will inevitably say something along the lines of, like, well, the world isn't perfect and there's there's bad things in the world, like, children need to know about it. Um, Mm Mm-hmm. And I do agree, like, you know, children will learn that the world isn't all sunshine and rainbows and that it's not perfect. (laughs) But I also think that it's our duty to protect children and make the world as good of a place for them as we as we possibly can. Right. Yeah. If you're yeah, yeah, if you're in the especially if you're in the business of making children's media (laughs) is that like you should (laughs) not be teaching them like sorry the world is shitty like 
Right. Like, teaching them more, I don't know, productive ways to deal with bad situations. Or mm-hmm. teaching them, like, or at least prioritizing, like, good behavior and and the good that we can contribute to the world. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I guess that's my, mini, my mini rant. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I do think that it's important to also, you know, do educate children on evil mm-hmm. like in history in the world in present day because they're gonna have to face it eventually right we can't entirely and censor think, you know, it obviously yeah it should be like an educator or a parent's job to to help their children learn why right. these things exactly. are bad or evil and how to like counteract them. yeah i agree with that yeah it's just not like the mishandling of these situations in children's media is should just shouldn't it shouldn't be like an excuse like the bad in the world right. isn't an excuse for having poorly handled like things like situations like this in social media or children's media specifically <laughs> yeah yeah cool so i think we kind of answered like the other part is um does it matter if the art is good or contributes in positive ways to society that the artist doesn't. Because mm. I think that's, like, a big part of separating the art from the artist, is yeah. being able to appreciate and learn from... even well, Appreciate what is good and even learn from what isn't good. <laughs> yeah. Um, and if it... I think if it does have a positive impact on society, then, like, not that it negates that the artist's negative impact, but that it itself is worth is still worthwhile. Mm-hmm. Um, should we still consume their art? <laughs> I think, like you just said, if it's if it has a positive impact on the yeah. world or on you, if it has more good in it than mm-hmm. bad, like then yes, yeah. Definitely but I don't, don't want to... <laughs> I never actually know anything. <laughs> I'm not really too keen on, like, giving my money to J.K. Rowling right now, so, like, I won't be buying anything more of this. Yeah. But I don't yeah, think, I think there's anything wrong support, with but... consuming the art itself. Yeah. Versus, like, you know, Michael Jackson or Harvey Weinstein, like, I do feel gross about consuming their art because... Yeah. Particularly because both of them involve, like, violence against women and children. Yeah. (laughs) Stuff like that. (laughs) Which is, you know, a whole nother level of ick. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So that's kind of almost a different conversation. (laughs) Yeah. Like, is... Much harder to separate the art from the artist in that situation, I think. Because there's... Well, there's also, like... I don't know, it's... I don't know, almost less to counteract it in the art itself, <laughs> like... Yeah. Does that make sense? I don't... Like, I don't... I don't find... I, like, personally don't find enough good in their art that I feel comfortable consuming it, knowing yeah, I, about I would agree. their artist. <laughs> yeah, I don't think their art is necessarily improving people or the world yeah 
Whereas, like, or spreading good. At morals, least Harry Potter anyway. has an opportunity to spread some good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's a tricky topic. A tri- tri- trippy, tricky topic. Trippy, trippy. It's pretty trippy too, man. <laughs> Far out, man. Um. Oh. Well. So. Shall we move on? I guess we shall. <laughs> Consume the artist's art if it is good. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and not just good as in I enjoy it, but good as in some moral yeah. or social good. But probably don't support them with your money. Yeah. Probably. Just try not to give rapists yeah. your money. Yeah. <laughs> Please don't, you know. Like, as if that needs to be said. <laughs> right. But, um, anyway... Anna, do you want to hear a joke? Yes, please. Okay. Let's lighten the room. Yes, please, please, please <laughs> lighten really the dark. room. So sorry. Um, this one's really dumb. I really hope you like it anyway. So good. I like them dumb. <laughs> <laughs> I like my jokes how I like my men. <laughs> You're just looking for a real himbo, huh? Yeah, I want a himbo. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. I'm a bimbo so you know you would do well i'm not blonde yeah (laughs) (laughs) all right um (sighs) i guess i should it occurred to me the other day that i should start giving my sources for my jokes even though that's less fun mm -hmm. but this one comes from workjoke.com slash philosophers dash jokes dot html okay so A boy is about to go on his first date, and he is nervous about what to talk about. He asks his father for advice. The father replies, My son, there are three subjects that always work. These are food, family, and philosophy. The boy picks up his date, and they go to a soda fountain. I don't know when this joke was written, but like the 50s, I think. (laughs) Sounds like it. <laughs> Ice cream soda is in front of them. They stare at each other for a long time as they as the boy's nervousness builds. He remembers his father's advice and chooses the first topic. He asks the girl, Do you like potato pancakes? She says, No. And the silence returns. After a few more uncomfortable minutes, the boy thinks of his father's suggestion and turns to the second item on the list. He asks, Do you have a brother? Again, the girl says no, and there is a silence once again. The boy then plays his last card. He thinks of his father's advice and asks the girl the following question. If you had a brother, would he like potato pancakes? (laughs) Nice. I like it. (laughs) Food, family, philosophy. Got a good laugh out of that one. (laughs) Amazing. (laughs) It's really dumb, but you're welcome. (laughs) All right. Um, no more laughter. Tell us a Reddit. A radical Reddit. No more laughter. Oh, what? What was the? Re- I think the results of that poll were against you. Yeah, it was our, like our you were the only person who voted no. Oh well, crap. So I'm gonna keep <laughs> saying radical Reddit. I will. Um, I will say. Uh, my lovely girlfriend Jen had a good suggestion, which was uh-huh. we should. Do you want to take a walk down Reddit Road? <laughs> That's cute. But I, I think I, out of spite, just need to keep saying radical Reddit. 
So, okay. Anna, let me hear that radical Reddit. Okay. <laughs> this is from our favorite thread on Reddit, r slash philosopher mm. by the user strike under, under underscore laser underscore claw. So what is it? Strike laser claw. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> so cool. strike laser claw asks, <laughs> my mother has flamingo slippers. Is this an allegory for man's dominance over other species? <laughs> Do they mean flamingo slippers specifically or like all animal slippers? I think they just mean animal slippers in general. It's so That's funny just their to me that he example. used or the the poster used flamingo slippers as an example. I know. <laughs> like bunny slippers. I yeah. have cat slippers. Do you have any fun slippers? Um, I have some with wine bottles on them. But I don't think I have any animal. Oh, no. Wait, no. Oh, well, I used to have these slippers that are, like, huge and furry and had claws Mm. on them, so you look like a monster. That's fun. That's really cute, actually. That's fun. Did I ever tell you I got, um, catcalled once wearing those slippers? (laughs) I was really mad about it. Wearing your- wait, what My cat slippers- your cat slippers. No, but like, <laughs> I was really mad because I was doing laundry in my building, like, oh my last gosh. year, and I, like, was walking on the first floor. It was, like, a Friday night or something because I don't go yeah. out. But, like, I was having a grand old time doing my laundry. I hate doing laundry. So, like, obviously I was wearing pajamas and, like, not going to put on real uh-huh. shoes because I was doing laundry. And, like, as I was, like, walking through the main hallway, these, like, guys were walking out the front door, and they were like, oh, girl, those are sexy. Did you get those at Victoria's Secret? And I was like, okay, literally, like, (laughs) leave me alone. (laughs) My existence in public does not give you a right to comment on my appearance. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, like... Screw cat collars, but it's it is a little funny. funny. But like, it's really mad. <laughs> did you wear the the bunny slippers to? Um, hold on, how did they phrase it? Assert your dominance over other species. Definitely. <laughs> yeah, that's my one goal in life. Don't you know? <laughs> don't you know? Oh my God. Hey? hey, did I really sound that Canadian? So Rose- God. Rose has this habit of every now and then she'll just sound like super Canadian. Sorry. Like just now, don't you know? And sometimes she'll just be like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't even do it, it on purpose. No sense. I'm... She's not from anywhere near Canada. Nope. So so do you think that we uh create things in the shapes of animals to show that we have conquered them? We are superior. I don't know. See, mm, on one hand, yes. But also... Well, so, like, on one hand, yes, because it it does seem in some way to be a, a sign of dominance. But also, yeah. I would make the exact opposite argument that oh. they have dominated our lives. We're so obsessed with them that we even put them on our slippers. Ooh. Oh, wow. Hey, look at that. <laughs> <laughs> the flamingos own us. It's not the other way yeah. around. <laughs> I mean, that's how it should be. Animals deserve the world. 
I guess my, like, I would say, like, people who wear, like, or not people, like, clothes that are cheetah print or, like, zebra mm. print, that's definitely something. Is that? Oh, I've conquered you. Because it's based off of people who used to, you know, kill those yeah. animals and wear their skin. <laughs> yeah, that's definitely, like, well, originally, like, a sign of wealth. <laughs> yeah. And, like, yeah, a way to, I guess, assert your dominance or display your power yeah. as a hunter. Your prowess. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know about slippers, but I just thought that was a interesting, interesting little question. <laughs> do we assert our dominance <laughs> over animals, or do they assert their dominance over us? I, I kind of like the twisted. They assert their dominance over us because we all were so obsessed with them. Worship them. I think originally, like, it definitely used to be the other way around, but I think now, like, Dogs are the new kids. <laughs> <laughs> true, true. Yeah. I think now we don't feel the need to assert our dominance over mm. animals as much as people did. Say like What yeah, about Joe Exotic? Years ago, 200. Yeah, no, he's the exception. He wants to assert his dominance in like the most Yeah, him and Carol ever. Baskin. <laughs> <sighs> Carol Baskin killed her husband, changed my mind. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. No, people who have, like, zoo yeah. things like that definitely haven't gotten past the cavemen, like, must assert dominance, definitely I am strongest <laughs> animal here, you know? <laughs> For sure. Are we done with uh, animals asserting their dominance? We, we can be at the end. <laughs> yeah, I think we can put that question to rest. I like that Reddit, though. Were there any good replies? Yeah. Yeah, there's this one, there's one reply that, uh, I'm, it's a lot, but, uh, it's by Korochun, Korochun, I'm definitely saying that wrong, I apologize. He says, man is but an acrobat, sorry, I just assumed their gender. (laughs) Korochun, they said, man is but an acrobat walking a tightrope called himself over the abyss. It is of little consequence whether he chooses to do so in flamingo slippers Although it does add some style to the whole affair. I love that response. That nothing I can say would Me be a better too. response than that. Right? <laughs> That's very good. He's like, bro, we're just trying to live life. And if you wear slippers, you're just doing it stylishly. Yeah. That's how I interpret it. Do it in some style. Get yourself. I'm yeah. going to buy you some fun slippers. That's okay. <laughs> and I just said, no, I'm going to do it anyway. I don't <laughs> Anyway, um, so if you've enjoyed this nonsense or want to hear more of this nonsense, should I tell people where they can find us on social media? Yeah. So if you are so inclined, you can email us with topic suggestions like my lovely sister-in-law did um, at twophilosophyminers at gmail.com. Um... Otherwise, you can DM us on social media or just check out our awesome posts. Um, that's We're on Instagram at 2philosophyminers and Twitter at 2phiminers. And you can also check us out on Facebook um, at it's facebook.com slash 2philosophyminers. There's not really anything there right now, but uh, the website is there. So <laughs> Nice. 
And also keep an eye out on Friday. We have a super special bonus episode coming yes. out. Yes. Um, Want to give it away just yet, but there is something very fun coming your way very shortly. <laughs> yeah. A little change in format for us. Yeah. So. That'll be uh, up be on Philosophy Friday. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, something a little new. Something we're trying okay. out. Um, hopefully you like it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, Anna, do you have a punchline? <laughs> um, four bunnies walked into a bar. <laughs> Did you get it? Yeah. <laughs> That's really good. That the best I can do. <laughs> That's very good. Um, do, do. An artist walked into a bar, two philosophy minors walked out. Oh, I get it. <laughs> nice. But they took the book with them. <laughs> right, right. They just didn't want to associate with the artist. <laughs> Fair. Good. All right. That's cool. all we have for you this week. Please enjoy and try not to miss us too much. <laughs> or do. Or do. I mean, whatever. That's fine. Suffer. No, Anna. <laughs> you can't just you can't just tell our listeners to suffer. <laughs> okay, fine. Don't suffer then. Whatever. <laughs> Alright. <laughs> I gotta go. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Bye.